We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome on in, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. A lot to do on... This Thursday morning here, Mike Quick joins us at 11.30. Your phone calls throughout, 215-592-9494. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philadelphia. Listen, my little PSA for the morning, because y'all need to stop this. Mm. There is no such thing as vegan bacon. Y'all need to stop with that. I've been getting these little texts from the vegetans, like Joe Cogler likes to say. Well, they've been cutting up carrots. No, it's not now. Before you go on, it's not me. I didn't. I didn't no, text you, didn't you one no. thing about no, this. No, but I, I've seen like for whatever reason my algorithm is, algorithm is messed up, and they keep sending me this vegan bacon where they take these carrot strips and they strip them, and they put the little season on to make it taste like. No, ain't no such thing as vegan bacon. Y'all need to stop slandering bacon. Ain't no such thing. Hugh will not stand for bacon slander on this show. All right, it's out there. That's the PSA for the day. All right, welcome on in. Lot to talk about today. And Hugh, it's, it's interesting, you know, once in a while uh, on this radio station, an idea will take off, right? Someone has an idea, yes. and, and then it, it kind of grows legs, and then people react to the idea, and there's a very strong reaction to this idea. And, and what I'm speaking about today is an idea that hit the afternoon show a couple days ago. It was a call on our show, similar kind of topic, which is, of course, trading A.J. Brown. And it's become almost a national story here with A.J. Brown going on Kay Adams' show. We'll let you hear what he said yesterday about this whole thing. But there's been a very strong reaction, not to the trade proposal, but just the simple idea of trading A.J. Brown. And and here's where I'm at on this. I'm not looking to trade A.J. Brown this offseason. If I was Howie Roseman, I wouldn't be out there placing phone actively, calls. Actively trying to right. say Right, I wouldn't. I, I, I think A.J. Brown, I mean, you guys know I'm, I'm the A.J. guy on this show compared to Devontae. They're both good players, but I, I, I'm a big A.J. Brown fan. I think he is an incredible wide receiver, and he's helped this offense reach super levels in the last years, especially in 2022. But here's where I'm at with this whole thing. He's not untouchable in my mind. If I'm Howie Roseman and I get a phone call about A.J. Brown, I'm going to listen. We're talking about a wide receiver here, not a quarterback, not a left tackle, not a pass rusher. He's a wide receiver, although it's become a very important position in today's NFL. I mean, literally the team that's maybe going to win back-to-back Super Bowls just traded away a better wide receiver in Tyreek Hill and keep winning. It's a wide receiver. If, if the Chiefs could trade away Tyreek Hill, the Eagles can listen on, on AJ if an offer comes in. And we don't know what's going on. But if there's issues between him and the quarterback, I have to keep that in my mind as well. You know, if the locker room stuff isn't where it needs to be, that's got to be top of mind as well. And I've been saying this for a while. At some point, I think they may have to reallocate money. doesn't have to be A.J., yeah. but in the grand scheme of things, A.J. makes a lot. Devontae will make a lot. They're going to pay Dickerson. Lane Johnson makes a lot. We'll see if Kelsey goes back and makes a lot. They spend a lot of money on offense. At some point, they're going to have to consider, do we reallocate resources and use money on the defensive side? And the mm-hmm. last thing I'll say is sometimes teams, when they see wide receiver – they get wide-eyed, like the Dolphins got wide-eyed for Tyreek Hill, and it's worked for them, right? They've had a yeah, good offense. Yeah, they had a successful, successful team. But they yeah. traded a lot to get him. I mean, they yes. traded a lot, and the Jets were offering a lot. 
and the Eagles offered a good amount to get A.J. My point is, if a call came in, and I'm Howie, and I don't know, it's the Colts. They have a cheap quarterback who could be a star, and they have Shane Steichen, and they say, we'll give you the 15th pick and a third-round pick Gardner back. Minshew. I'll say, listen, we, I, I got to think about that. 215-592-9494. Here, we're going to let everyone hear what A.J. said yesterday with Kay Adams and Robin Lundenberg. But when, when you think of the word untouchable, when you think of A.J. Brown, is he untouchable for you? Because he's not untouchable for me. You gave me a lot to digest in a short period of time, Joe, but I'll, I'll try to, to, to tackle this as best as I possibly can from, from multiple, multiple angles. Uh, to your point about taking a phone call, I think it will be foolish not to listen to see what a team is willing to offer you for A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Let me say that first. But when you try to compare Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill to Jalen Hurts and, and A.J. Brown, there's no comparison. Because when I look at, when I look at Tyreek Hill and, and uh, what's his name, Patrick Mahomes on the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is the best player between those two. When you when you talk about it like that, so I can afford totally to lose a Tyreek Hill as good as he is. I can afford to lose him. Now, AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts on this team, AJ Brown's the better player. Now, Jalen Hurts is the most important player, but AJ Brown is by far the better player. So, to your point, I'm gonna listen to the conversations because I'm gonna see if I if I can potentially fleece a team. If somebody's willing to give me two first round draft picks for 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 AJ Brown. I might have to go ahead and take that. But right now, he's the best player on this team, and I am not willing to to trade him. So to answer your question, he's untouchable in my eyes. Yeah, he's not for me. And and, and this is – I mean, people out there probably are not surprised. I I would make a trade with anyone on any of these teams to make our teams better. That's always the way my mind works. It's why I brought up trading stars in the city. I mean, like, if it makes the team better, I'm willing to listen. I just – and, Hugh, you're right. You're totally right on this. Patrick Mahomes, it's different, right? The Chiefs it's totally different. The Chiefs t- completely realized He's the straw and the beverage. That they could win without Tyreek Hill, and yes. they were right. They won a they won a championship with Juju Smith Schuster against the Eagles. And they might win one in two weeks here with Rasheed Rice as their best wide receiver. They totally were right on that. But there's also a, a pattern here in NFL history, especially in the last, I would say, 25, 30 years. You don't need the top receiver to win the Super Bowl. Randy Moss won zero. I'm not saying it was his fault, but like teams didn't need Randy Moss to win a Super Bowl. T.O. didn't win one. You know, go through the years. A.J. Uh, Green didn't win one. Julio Jones almost won one with the Atlanta Falcons, but he didn't win one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go through Super Bowl winners, and I see a lot of Dion Branches and Julian Edelmans. There's a lot of – Heinz Ward. There's a lot of wide receivers on these teams that are not – Super-duper-duper stars. So it's nice to have them, but you don't need them. 215-592-9494. All right, let's hear it yesterday. A.J. Brown on with Kay Adams yesterday. Back and forth about trade stuff, people discussing it. Here's Kay Adams asking him, like, why do people think you're getting traded here? Why does Twitter have this wild idea that you're getting traded? I don't know. I don't know, you know. Maybe they know something I don't know. I mean, have you heard anything about this? Is this like a media thing? Like, where is it? it's everywhere? I'm sure you've seen it. You know, I, uh, you know, I kind of been through this before. You know, I'm a vet. You know, um, so you know, I remain quiet. And you know, uh, if something happens, I'll be waiting by the phone. If not, then I'll be right here. So then she went on. Listen, you're not really hearing anything, right? Like, it's just this is just fodder, right? This is just people talking. Here's the AJ asked, "Have you heard anything? Like, you know, maybe something's real here." You have not heard anything. There's no actual rumblings about a trade. That's all. I want to just make that clear. 
I'm not he ain't going really up communicate. I, I'm just I'm not really like, just worried about any of that right okay. now. So, so okay. So if it is, if it ain't, I don't know. Oh my gosh, that wasn't like an answer I was looking for. I thought you were gonna say I absolutely know. not. I, I, I think you just gotta be prepared. It's a bit at the end of the day, you know. So and I'm just trying to I'm just handle it the best way I can. Sounds like AJ knows he's not untouchable. That's what I'm hearing there. Or at least he hasn't been told by the I think at some point as this conversation continues, and it's everyone's talking about this. I mean, it's out there now that this is a discussion. Hey, maybe should, are the Eagles going to consider it? Should they? All that. You know, I think the Eagles at some point should call A.J. Brown and tell him, we're not trading you. Ease his mind if if that's the truth. If they really are not, no under no circumstance will trade him, they should call and tell him. Yeah, I think that 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 is a phone call that's probably been placed or is going to be placed because this has gotten to the point where it's gotten a little, I, I think has been a little – uh, misrepresented. I guess that's the best word I could use for this situation. This is, and, and when he, but I will say this: when he he didn't do himself any favors by answering it the way that he did. No, either. nope. I mean, come on, let's be real here. We all know how social media works, and we all know that people like to take stories and run with them. And by him hemming and hawing and not answering the question definitively, that's what we are doing right now. We're we're sitting around. And this has become a thing because he has added another log on the fire. You could have put this out yesterday if you'd have just said, no, I haven't heard that. I'm an eagle. Bottom line. That's it. That's the end of the story. Keep it simple there. I mean, keep keep it simple and move on. And then, look, that's not his fault. Fans could talk about whatever they want. We could talk and about whatever do. we want. And yeah. fans do. And and guess what? Again, I, I agree that when you have Mahomes and Reed, you, could, you can win without a star wide receiver. They're showing that now. But if a player as good as Tyreek Hill at that position could be traded, any wide receiver could be traded. No, you have to. If the phone rings and somebody's calling about, oh, somebody, I'm answering. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta listen to what they have to offer. In the NFL, it's about value. It's about timing. It's about building the best roster. That that is it. It's not about having. It's not a collection of of cool fantasy players. It's about the best roster. And for two years, I agree with the Eagles. I was all, I liked the trade when they made it. Remember Ike's reaction on draft night? What is he now? Now he's awake. That was an awesome reaction. We all felt the same way. Like, they got a big-time player. It was a great trade by Howie. It helped propel them to a Super Bowl. But as they got to think about 2024, 2025, how to build the best roster, no, he's not. I'm not looking to trade AJ, but he's not untouchable here. Last one and all your phone calls on this, 215-592-9494. AJ doing the media rounds yesterday. He went on with Robin Lundberg, Sports Illustrated, and he was asked flat out, are you preparing to play for the Eagles? Here's what it all sounded like. AJ, your name is out there a lot with people talking about, you know, what might be going on behind the scenes, what the organization's plans may be. What do you make of all that? Is that just noise in your mind? You know, I've been through this before. I'm a, I'm a bear at this point, you know. So if something happens, my phone will ring and I'll be waiting or not, then I'll enjoy my time. But you're prepared, obviously, to be catching passes for the Philadelphia Eagles next season. I'm prepared to... Uh, Focus on my family at home and, and get better in the offseason and just see see where this thing go, you know. It's chatter though. It's that last one that got me. I mean that was I think that was the one that got all of us yesterday. You're preparing to play for the Eagles, to catch passes for the Eagles. And Huey said, I'm preparing to spend time with my family. I mean, that wasn't a, a strong yes. It, it strikes me as either something is going on here or he's 
I thought he was a little annoyed yesterday that the, that very annoyed. Yeah, that 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 this hasn't been squashed by the Eagles or it's even out. Like it's a, it just seemed like he was frustrated by very, the whole thing. Very annoyed. I, I think that when I listen to AJ Brown talk, I think that he's in a he's in a uh, very very sensitive state right now mm. because there's a narrative, and I, and I hear it every day that he's a cancer, and the comparison and and you're allowed to have any uh, take on this that you want to have. Because we don't know the story. But I hear a lot of people comparing this to the T.O. situation and, and what happened with that. Listen, I was in there. So I can tell you for a fact that all of these narratives that y'all have with, with, with A.J., it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. You can believe whatever you want to believe, but I'm here telling you right now, and I haven't even been in the locker room, but I can tell you from the comparison that y'all comparing it to, it's not the same thing. So there's that. He's frustrated. Because for whatever reason, he has been made to be the scapegoat in all of this. And that's not fair because we don't know what's going on. It's easy to point the finger at him because he plays position by default that most guys are a little bit different. They're a little bit nutty. They do nutty stuff. Mm-hmm. They, do, they do stuff that's uncharacteristic of a, of a team player. He's done nothing outside of yelling or going back and forth with his quarterback to warrant all of this negativity that he's getting right now. I mean, and that's the truth. You can believe whatever you want to believe because it's easy. I would sit back, like I've always said, I don't know what the problem is on this team, but I don't feel like he's the main source of the problem. So the the one thing that's totally different, and obviously you you were part of the of the TO situation, and this one we're watching as as fans and, and talking about it. The one thing is T.O. wanted more money. I mean, that, that was pretty obvious. That was a monetary thing that then became a team-wide distraction. We have not heard that. The Eagles paid A.J. the minute he got here, and we have not heard yet he wants to redo that deal. Now, perhaps that's coming, and you can make a case he's earned a raise based on how he's played his first two years here, but it hasn't been a money thing yet. It's just been about our perception of it. 215-592-9494. Quickly, then all your phone calls. Kyle, where do you come down on this? Is A.J. Brown untouchable? Yeah, he's untouchable. I'll keep it pretty simple. He's the best player on the Eagles, one of the best wide receivers in the league. The only thing I'll really strongly push back on from you, Joe, and and we do this a lot I, when we we look at what players on which Super Bowl rosters won, and, and like none of that matters. I think the best teams win Super Bowls. AJ Brown makes this team a much better team. Uh, you can't. There's really not a, a trade package you could offer me right now where I'd be willing to get rid of AJ Brown, especially. With the cap hit, I, I think him and Devontae Smith are a great tandem, and they're going to lead this team. Uh, they're going to take this team as far as they'll be able to go. So and, and I cannot lose A.J. Brown. I think the team will suffer in, immensely if they get rid of him. Unless they turn draft picks into big-time players. And we could go find what the uh, what the Chiefs turn those picks into. And if it's three starters on defense, I mean, perhaps that does make well, you better. Well, we don't do that, though. Well, that, but that would be the th- in theory, right? Anytime you trade a player for a pick, you're you're thinking you could make that pick yeah, into a well, good player. Yeah. Well, how about like we have him here? I, I get it. I'm just saying. <laughs> like again, we have the guy. I am not trying to trade AJ Brown. In fact, that's that, I don't think that that's going to happen. But I'm just saying, if if Howie's taking phone calls here or a phone call comes in, I'm listening. He's not untouchable, and mostly because the position he plays. I, I don't think wide receivers are untouchable. Terrence in Springfield starts us off. Hey, Terrence. Yo, Joe, Kyle, what's up, man? What's, what's up, Terrence? On, if they trade AJ Brown, that would be the stupidest, stupidest move in sports history. Well, tell like, me, Terrence, the the Red Sox traded Babe Ruth to the Yankees. I mean, we've had some bad trades over the years. I don't know if it's quite quite that level, but all right. So you think it'd be, you listen, think he's untouchable? 
he's untouchable. Listen, Devontae said it best. Hell to the null. He ain't going nowhere. You know why? Because these guys make each other better. I feel like if Howie does a better job at, at uh, drafting talent, you wouldn't have to try to trade anybody. You see what I'm saying? And these guys are in their prom. Perkins in his prom. AJ's in his prom. Uh, Smitty's in his prom. If you don't take advantage of these guys' years right now, these guys are in their prom. You cannot touch. If you're not, if you're not giving me a star player and two first-round picks, I don't want to hear it. This guy's one of the top receivers in the NFL. He is. Ter- Terrence, he's a, Terrence, he's a great player. He's a great player. But if you can get something big back, maybe you create a better team that way. I mean, that, it's, it's not just about him like, being great. You Maybe you create a better well, team. Like Kyle said, like, we'll suffer on the offensive end. Like, like I was saying, these guys compliment each other, and these guys make each other better. Like, without, without say if you take away, if you take away A.J. Brown, look how we look this year with A.J. Brown. We will suffer next year. And our team's already not good. If we if Howie stops drafting all these Georgia players and, and, and stick to the draft and drafting and letting all these good players go to other teams, all these good young stars go to other teams, we would be okay. We won't even have to talk about this, Howie. That would make it easier, Terrence. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. that would make it easier. Terrence, man, we appreciate the phone call. Thanks, Hank. Quick, didn't it? I remember, like, I was sitting here just a year ago and everybody was excited about the Georgia Dogs. Now, all of a sudden, we draft too many damn Georgia players. Well, so, that worm turned quick. Hugh, I did, I did have this question around the draft last year. Are they all great as individuals, the Georgia players, or did they look great because they all were on the same defense? I, I mean, I still have the question. Jalen Carter, uh, my, by my eyes, looks like a star. Did the other ones look like a star yet? Jordan Davis is a good player, man. Jordan Davis, like good player, I, not a star. And and he, you know, the whole fat thing and not keeping his weight down that that's an issue. But that's something that that a lot of young players have to deal with. You know, even good coaches have to deal with guys that that have had weight issues. They should have done a better job of monitoring that, though. Mm. I mean, I I would say that because you still have to have coaches around that are gonna save you from yourself. And as far as great Georgia players, I think the verdict is still out. It I don't is, think it the, is. the story has been written totally on all of these guys. Yeah, they're, well, they're still young. Yeah. So I, I think, and I understand the situation that we're in. Everybody's a little critical, and especially about Jordan because he started off so strong and then he curtailed off towards the end of the year. That's a to me, that's a coaching thing to a certain extent. It also, I think, was amplified because Kyle Hamilton drafted one pick after looks like a star. Yeah. We don't need – I mean, he needs to keep doing it, but we, we see it now. He looks like a star, and they, and they chose Davis over him. Let's go to Jason in Northwest. What's up, Jason? Hey, how you guys doing? What's Good, up, Jason. What are you um, feeling? Just, just you know, a little frustrated, but really grateful. Like, you know, great radio. I'm um, kind of glad how the narrative is changing. Like, and thank God for Ike Reese, Hugh Douglas, and John Ritchie. For guys who've been in the trenches, true Philadelphia Eagles, and know what it's like on that side. So the AJ, and I think it's been out there before, just the, like we all have some mental stuff and we can be sensitive. Like he's just a sensitive dude that like he loves this team, he loves his players. And I never, even when he was frustrated, and he's not untouchable, I don't think anyone is. Like if the Chiefs call and say, hey, we'll give you Patrick Mahomes for AJ Brown That's and also throw in a first round pick, I think you take it. I, I think but you do too, I'm Jason. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. But. But you hear him saying, like, a lot of stuff because we see things on TV, like Hugh says, and the social media, like, catches fire. We start talking, you know, Jack Fritz mentions the trade. Next thing you know, it's national news. And, like, the players could pick up on it. And then it just goes in their heads and their heads and their heads. And it's harder, I think, to, to avoid that stuff nowadays 
because there's so many outlets with social media. Whereas, like, an A.J. Brown, he's, I'll be honest, he's my favorite player. He looks like a great family guy. He said he puts in his work, he goes to take care of his family, and he comes in and puts in the work. Mm-hmm. I would be frustrated if I were him, too. We're so frustrated. We still don't know why the team fell apart at the end. I think it was because one day, and even the 49ers game, if I don't mind asking or talking about it, you let me know. We were, we were matching their intensity toe-for-toe until we couldn't score. The, you know, we turned the, Instead of getting 14 points, we get six points. Yep. We keep them in the game, and then, boom, they take off, and they, they knock us dead. We get exhausted, and we never recover the rest of the season. But there's stuff that went on there, and we've got we to gotta pick these guys up. We've got to back them up. We've got to just say, guys, we love you. We can't let you – we can't let the team know that, hey, if you don't perform in one second, we're going to kill you. This team is a true Eagles team. we got guys like Ike Reese, Hugh Douglas, John Ritchie that know it. We just need to back them up and let's bleed green and say, A.J. Brown, we love you. We know you and Devontae are going to be great. We know that Jalen Hurst is going to get his, hopefully, his head straight Kinda and like fix we this offense. Yeah, I thought and the same thing. Right, I, Jason, right I hear you. It's almost like the Trey Turner thing. Year. Yeah. I get it, Jason, and, and I think a lot of people thing want that. And look, if you're in the stadium and it's a, a tight moment of the game, you're in the, you're in the link, sure. I mean, g- give them a, a boost, right? The home field advantage matters. I also think we have to be real about how people think, like just human beings think. We think about how to make the team better. Like when you talk with your friends – do you talk about let's uplift AJ Brown, or do you talk about hey, would you trade this guy for this guy? Like I always think, like we we make it too complicated. Who talks like that? Nobody talks like that, man. And I understand the narrative, and I understand why people feel like you know, like there's an agenda. It's not an agenda. It's it was a question that he could have, if he wanted to. Let's be real. AJ could have stopped this all yesterday. This could have been stopped yesterday with the conversations that he had with two local or or two different media outlets where he could have just said, no, I haven't heard that rumor. As far as I know, it isn't true. If he wanted to, if he wanted to be vague, he could have said that. As far as I know, it's not true. Ain't nobody told me I was getting traded. I'm here until I'm not. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, and, and I, I always will believe this, this is part of the deal. These players, it get, it, they get to play. They, they are obviously, they earn their spot, right? A.J. Brown's a great football player. But he plays in Philadelphia. It's part of the deal. I, I like the way Rob Thompson frames it during the playoffs. Remember, he was asked about people upset at his lineup or his decisions, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, that just shows people care. I mean, that's the same thing here. B- bottom line. People care about the Eagles and how they go win a Super Bowl and how this whole thing turns from where it was this year into something great. So A.J. Brown's a conversation piece. He's one of the best players in the league. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you consider him untouchable? I know a lot of people were upset at a trade idea, which I thought was an interesting idea, trading A.J. for Pat Sertain. I'm not looking to trade A.J., but I, he's not untouchable for me. He's a wide receiver. If the Eagles can get something great back and make a better team, I'm interested. Hugh thinks that's untouchable. Where do you come down? 215-592-9494. We'll ask Mike Quick about it coming up at 1130, and we're still awaiting the MRI results for Joel Embiid. We'll get more into that situation and what the Six should do Coming up, 215-592-949 for Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, man. Hurts back steps up. He is looking for Brown, who makes the catch. He's at the 25. He's at the 20. He's cutting to the outside again. Cuts back to the middle. He's in. He was absolutely brilliant negotiating his way downfield. Keeps his offense on the personal field. Foul. They're going to go Rookie for two. Yeah, personal foul against Washington. Kyle's on one with the song choice there. I mean, that, that fits perfectly in our Pretty discussion. awesome. It is perfect. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillian. Mike Quick's going to join us an hour from now to discuss all this. Eagles offseason, Jalen Hurts, but specifically A.J. Brown. Is he untouchable? I don't believe he is. I, he's. If I get a great offer, I'm certainly listening. Hugh thinks he is untouchable. It is amazing, though, Hugh, if we go back to the phones, how much things change, how quickly. You know, you go back to that run he had of 125-yard games over and over and over again. It's not the NFL record. If we had asked the question and had the discussion, is he untouchable, let's say, in October, I think 99 out of 100 were like, yeah, of course it's untouchable. I don't, I don't sense it's quite the same as the season fell off and fell apart. Yeah, because he's being blamed for something that people have no depth on what's going on. And that's, that's the easy fix for some people. All they know is, oh, we saw A.J. and Jalen on the sideline having an argument. He must be the problem. It's the same thing that happened with T.O., and we all saw what Antonio Brown looks like, and we've seen deeper receivers in the past, so he must be the problem. Get rid of him. It's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It's way deeper than that. And I think that, you know, if, if we took the time, and most people don't. I get it because we got other stuff going on. If you took the time to try to figure out what was going on, you would see that is, I don't think it's him. I really don't think it's him. But if he's part of it, is it worth keeping him around? Yes. We don't know, and I love Jalen Hurts, but we don't know how good our quarterback is. And we're not in a position or a situation where we feel that we can move on from a guy like that and we'll be okay. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah, and I look, I understand subtracting a guy like A.J. Brown would not help Jalen Hurts, at least in the short term. I think that's the point Kyle was bringing up earlier. But I also think like the Eagles have to think big picture about this. What builds the best team? At some point here in the next year or so, they're likely to pay Landon Dickerson. I mean, what, what are top guards getting these days? $15, 14000000 million a year? Mm-hmm. He's going to get that. They're going to have to pay Devontae Smith. And if Justin Jefferson gets 35 or $40 million, I'm telling you right now, AJ's, uh, excuse me, Devontae's agent's going to ask for 30 So we're going to have another $15 million at guard, another $30 million at wide receiver. The quarterback's cap number just goes up as the years go along. I know it's pretty small now considering the big picture of his contract, but it will go up. They're paying a lot of offensive players a lot of money. That factors in for me as well. Is he untouchable? No, I got to build the best football team, not just have the coolest names and the most number of high fantasy draft picks. I mean, that's not how this works. OG Wade at Chester. What's up, OG? What's up, fellas? How are we doing today? OG, what are you thinking on all this? Well, um, it's a couple of things I want to address, and Hugh Douglas is one of them. Um, Big dog, you just made a statement that we don't know how good Jalen is. Do you think Jalen is a good quarterback? I think he is, but I don't think he's good enough for us Hold to survive on. without Hold A.J. On. Brown. Hold okay, on. I got you. You got it. You do think he's a good quarterback, I right? I think he's a good quarterback, yes. All right, so we do know how good Jalen is. You don't have to no, be No, we great. don't know great how good he is. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, here's OG, why we I don't. say you do. Okay. Okay. Here's why I say you do. This quarterback that you're talking about took us to the Super Bowl. This quarterback that you talk about made the playoffs every year that, that he's been a starter. So we do know how good he is. We don't know how great he can be, but we know how good he is. I don't know that A.J. had the success at Tennessee. As a matter of fact, let me stop that. I do know he did not have the success at Tennessee that he's having here in Philadelphia. 
Okay, AJ has never been a leader. He's never been a captain. He's never led a team. So this is all new to him. All right. So the other thing is you saying that about feelings. That's what you keep saying. You don't feel, but we know it's not just the blow up on the sideline that he had with uh, with, with Jalen. It's the all the other stuff. It's the um, not showing up for uh, the playoff game on a off of a sprained knee when you was in Atlantic City. So the, the knee was okay for you to go to that event, but you couldn't come to a playoff game where you could have helped young receivers that was playing your position and doing your job to help them out. Even and, and, and that's not even a mandatory. But I'm just saying. So there's things in here, and 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 the most important thing is we're coming up now on a time where we're not going to be able to play him as Smitty. So the time that we had with AJ and Smitty was just past year that we just blew because two grown-ass men couldn't get their emotions in check. And now we as fan base and as talk show hosts, we arguing with one another over two rich-ass grown-ass men. Wait a minute, OJ, you give me, you, give me a second because you give me a lot to digest, man. Now, I'm sorry. We have, what have we seen? What, is, what was Jalen before AJ got here? He's a decent. Yeah. He was a decent quarterback, but AJ took him over the top. Would you agree with that? I would not. Why not? No, I would Why not? not because I know that I I watched the games when AJ wasn't I here. I watched the games I too. The, I, I, okay, I seen the plays be me. I seen Jalen make all these plays. We keep saying that Jalen just had one good year. No, he didn't just have one good year. One year that uh, we started running the ball was because our defense couldn't – we couldn't keep our defense on the, on the field because we was getting – Okay, OG, OG, again, game. again, you give me a lot to digest. Give me, give me a moment. Now, you, you said something that, that I wanted to hone in on. You said there's, these are two grown men that couldn't get it together. So mm-hmm. what part about these two grown men where AJ – well, Jalen is culpable because he's the other grown man you're talking right. about, correct? Yep, yeah, absolutely. So, so if, if, if AJ – no, excuse me. If Jalen is the leader that you believe he is, why mm-hmm. couldn't he fix this problem? Because you, in order to fix something, too, and, and I'm sure we all know this, it has to be a, 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 a partnership. It has to be – I can't – Jalen can't be the only one that want to fix it. A.J.'s got to be willing to fix it also. I don't know exactly what happened. Here's what I know from knowing Jalen. Jalen is about moving on to the next play. My lotta said Jalen cursed him out in the locker room because he was apologizing for missing the block. And Jalen like, yo, on with the next play. The same thing with Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard dropped the pass, but he want to sit over there and argue with Jalen on about the running around. No, he's saying, let's go with the next play. Same thing with AJ. AJ want to curse him out. Hey, Jalen, I got you. I got you. Let's go on with the next play. So the leadership is there, but it has to be reciprocated. Like Jalen said, he's only able to lead if the players are willing to allow him to lead. If you don't have that relationship, it's just not going to work. Uh, see, this is where we disagree because I feel like this. If you're a leader, if you're mm-hmm. a true leader, you're going to make it work regardless because you know how much he means to your team. Now, I know how you feel about Jalen, and I respect that. But this, this is where I feel like Jalen has a blind spot because just as good as Jalen is, that you believe mm-hmm. he is, he's much better with AJ, and it has been proven that. That's absolutely correct. So – if that's the case, if if I know that maybe maybe I have to kind of like take three steps forward, three steps back to get five steps forward, then that's what good leaders usually do. So to your to your point and the point that you just made, I think that there's something more so wrong with Jalen as opposed to to AJ because we kind of know how AJ is. We kind of know how AJ operates. He's a he's a emotional guy. 
And you know if you're dealing with an emotional person, then you have to treat him a little bit differently than you treat everybody mm-hmm. else. So a good leader would know that, and he would handle himself accordingly. Would you agree with that? Yes, I, I would. So with that being said, I'm not trying to get rid of A.J. Brown. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my quarterback, why he can't be a better leader if he's supposed to be a leader. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, We're coming up on a moment now that A.J. is going to turn into the 14th highest paid wide receiver after once the season starts. Do you think A.J. is going to be okay with being that and not want an extension? I, d- I doubt it, O.J. I think he's going to ask for more money soon. Absolutely. So yeah. that my point here is that while we're sitting here arguing about this, this is what's really brewing. And this is what's really going to be a problem come the start of this season. And what I'm saying is while the value of, of A.J. is up, everybody say he's a top three receiver. He's never done that without Jalen. But for all intents and purposes, he's that guy. Why not entertain what getting what you get at its highest peak? Because just like this team fell apart and and it could not be fixed, what makes you think it's going to be fixed now? I don't. Well, gee, I don't know. I don't. I, don't. I, I, I think sure. your point on that is a fair one. OG, we appreciate the phone call. A lot of good stuff there. I mean, I think that last point he made about the money has to factor into this. You know, I, I'm looking. Daniel Jeremiah put up his top 50 rankings in the NFL draft. We, we're we about to have two receivers making, I don't know, 25, 30 more more a year. And it's never been easier to find wide receiver prospects. I know the Eagles struggle to draft these guys, but it's never been easier to find them. You know how many of Daniel Jeremiah's top 50 players in this draft coming up are wide receivers? 11. 11. More than one-fifth of the top players coming out of this draft play this position. So, like, it's not just about AJ. It's not just about Devontae. Like, am I paying two receivers a lot of money? Most teams do not. 215-592-9494. Here's my perspective on this. I think Jack's idea a couple days ago was very interesting, the idea of Sertain for AJ. I don't want to trade AJ, but he's not untouchable. I mean, I would absolutely listen to a phone call, and if I'm being offered a first-round pick plus, I'm absolutely listening. I want to make the best team. Not not just because AJ Brown's cool and we had one good year last year, he gets to stay around forever. I want to make the best team. Sean at King of Prussia. What's up, Sean? going on guys hey sean what's up buddy not much i want to thank you for your service as an eagle and i want to thank you for not allowing og to go unchecked and ramble on with his nonsense of i love jalen hurt listen sean i i I have add i don't have the capacity to to digest all that talking that that folks do man keep it keep it short and sweet for me that's that's i need short and sweet man i don't need soliloquies can't, like we get it, we get it, OG. You love Jalen Hurts. We get it. But like when you just start saying like AJ Brown did not make Jalen Hurts into an MVP caliber quarterback, and you disagree with that as a factual point, you just disregard. Like you, you're discontinued. Like you, whatever you say after that, I don't have to listen to anymore because you're not, you're not realistic. You're not being. You're not being a realistic human being. Like- so, so, Sean, here's how I, I would react to all this. I think you're right that he certainly helped elevate him in 2022, right? Jalen went from whatever you think he was his first year to sort of decent, right, to MVP right. level. But to be fair, A.J. was here this year, and Jalen didn't look like an MVP. So it's not like because A.J.'s here, Jalen's an MVP. We just watched the opposite happen this past year, unfortunately. I would disagree with that, though, because like you just said, A.J. Brown – 
at one point during the season was being talked about as, wow, can a receiver win MVP? Yeah, he was. Him I and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. I think, I think what we're having right now is the wrong discussion. We're talking Devontae Smith's going to command $30 million. You don't get rid of T.O. to get a num- to pay a number two. You don't get rid of Jamar Chase because you have to pay T. Higgins. You don't get rid of C.D. Lamb because you've got to pay Brandon Cook. I love Devontae, and I love the fact that we drafted him. But I'm not getting rid of a top three receiver in the NFL so I can pay a top 20 receiver in the NFL. I, like you just said, if I have to go out and find a receiver, I'm go- I think it's easier to replace my number two receiver than it is to replace an MVP caliber receiver. I agree with Sean. I agree with you on this. I, I, and I think you and I maybe are in the minority because people, and, and I understand he was drafted here. Devontae is, is beloved. Uh, but I, I don't think you're, here's what's happening, Sean. Whether we're approaching it one way, or you're, you're, we're coming from different sides of the street. The Eagles are about to reach a crossroads, right? They're either going to have to oh. pay two receivers w- along with a quarterback and an expensive offensive line or they're going to have to reallocate and move on from one of the receivers. That moment is coming here, whether we like it or not. If I – so just going to go in my little fantasy world here. If I was Harry Roseman and I woke up tomorrow, I go to Devontae Smith and I say, I understand that you've earned the raise, but we are going to talk about your extension next offseason. I'm going to try to play this out as best as I can this year because this is the window. Whether we want to agree with it or we want to – we want to admit it to ourselves or not because it's hard to admit that there's a window because if there's a window, that means that there's an ending. And we don't want there to be an ending. But the NFL, as well as any professional sports, is a sport of windows. And we're in our best chance of winning it all when we have our veteran leadership like we have that's saying we get a dude like Kelsey to come back for one more year, something like that. And this is the window, and we have to go for it. I think it's. I don't think that we're getting rid of Jalen Hurts. You don't get rid of a top quarterback, whether he's a top five quarterback or a top ten quarterback. You don't get rid of that. I don't think you get rid of a top three wide receiver. You don't get rid of that. I love Dallas Goddard, but I think it's easier to replace a tight end than to pay him a lot of money. I think it's a lot easier to replace a number wide, number two wide receiver than it is to pay him like you're saying thirty million dollars. I I do think, like you said. This falls a little more on Jalen because, like he said, leaders don't ask if it's okay if they lead people. They don't go to the people they're leading and say, hey, is it okay if I lead you to the promised land? They just do it. They lead you to the promised land. They figure out a way to do it one way or the other, and this is part of his maturation process. He, he's a young guy, man. I mean, as, as much as mature as he is, he's still a young guy, and he's got to figure that he out. He does, Sean. It's good fo- Sean, it's a good phone call there. A lot, lot of good stuff from Sean. I mean, the Eagles are going to reach that point where they have to make decisions monetarily on how they pay everyone and still field a good team, See, the this, right team. And this is the problem that I have, and, and I know OG loves it. I'm not picking on him, but we, want, we give Jalen Hurst $250 million, and we tell him automatically he's a leader. And then when, when, <laughs> when stuff goes sideways, and it doesn't work out, we want to get rid of the best player on the team because he's not getting along with the quarterback. We just get, You just told the man to be a leader. Okay, go lead. Go lead. You go figure it out. You're suppo- if you, he's your god daddy. He's the father of your god child or whatever, how that, however that situation work out. You know what I'm trying to say. But, hell, go, go make that relationship work. Sometimes you have to sit back and listen to what's being said and try to understand and, and, and use your people skills 
to try to build a bridge in that relationship, man. That's what you do. This is not unrepairable. That's why when people, like, I hear people talking in the streets, and I hear them say, this is the same thing as T.O. No, it's not. No, it's not. And stop using that as a comparison because you don't know. Everything you know about the T.O. situation, you read about, I lived it. I know what was going on. To be fair to people, it's the only example we have, right? It's, or it's the most yeah. recent of cor- and star I'm, quarterback, star receiver, and something I'm happened. And I'm trying to tell you, yeah. it's not the same thing. And I'm telling you, it's not the same thing. But, uh, so here, uh, you, you, I can't speak to, and you can, what it felt like, right? And you lived it. Here's what we all know, though. It did blow up, and it helped ruin the next season. And yes, that, it did. So that's what I think the fear that, is here. That's not where we are. I don't feel like that's where we are. We're not there. So that's why I'm saying it's not the same thing. That relationship between those two cats, you couldn't repair that if you had super glue and all the cement on the planet. You couldn't repair that. You couldn't repair that. The best super glue, Gorilla Glue. You couldn't repair that. That Gorilla Glue is good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, you put you that. You couldn't repair that. You ever get Gorilla Glue on your fingers accidentally? Yeah. They'll, stick, they'll stick together for like an I hour. I don't man. feel that's, that's like a problem. the fact, and, and this is the thing that people fail to realize. A.J. put out an olive branch when he was trying to get the team back together. We created a narrative. When I say we, I mean the people created a narrative where he was the cancer. But, but not, to be fair, he's part of that. You're yelling on the sidelines at your quarterback. What are people going to think? You, you're right because it wasn't addressed that day. And as yes. it got progressed, yes. as it, you know what's funny about that? We, I was sitting there talking to, to, to Ike. And we, I was like, oh, man, that's not a big deal. And, you know, Ike being Ike, he's like, until it is. He said it just like that. I was like, oh, that's not a big deal. Because there's been times on the sideline where, where players have yelled at each other, it's not a big deal. And he said, until it becomes a big deal. And then eventually and then it became a big deal. Someone says no more. Nobody, everybody, because think about it. We were talking about how, oh, that's just him being passionate. He's so passionate. Because at that point, he was in the throes of 130-yard games consecutive. And so it was not a big deal. Right. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, when the wheels started to fall off the wagon, we started going back with the conspiracy theory. Oh, well, that, that's where it went wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was AJ's fault. And then we got out our pitchforks and all this other stuff and our tiki torches. And we went well, you know, it's, it's, it's a pattern of behavior. That, that's what, where people go to, right? Because we saw in the playoffs two years ago against the Giants, they're winning the game. He's annoyed in the sidelines. Minnesota this year. So he, he, we could say he gets painted this way, but AJ also, like many receivers, is – I don't know, wordy, mouthy. I mean, whatever. He's demonstrative, whatever word you want to use. <laughs> wordy, mouthy. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot to say on the sidelines. <laughs> he's got a whole lot to say. It does. I mean, a lot of receivers do. He's, he's, he's typical of a star receiver. If only somebody on the show thought that that was an issue at I the time. I think I was with you. I, I think was, you were, too. I was with you. I didn't like it. I, 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 that was I got it. a lot it's, of crap for it, I remember. Uh, well, you know by what? By somebody. It all comes back. It always does. Let's go to Chuck and Manor. What's up, Chuck? Hey, yo, Joe Gilio, what's up? Hey, hey, what's going on? What's hey, up, Chuck. Hey, listen, man, let me tell you something, right? I, I'm, I'm sick of it. This city, you know, I love my city, but they starting to really hurt me. I mean, we fall in love with the names on the back of the jersey instead of making the team better. You know what I mean? And, and, and I'm just starting to really miss the days of Joe Banner and Larry Brown. Larry Brown traded Bill Ratliff from a tumble, you know, because he had a vision. He seen something go forward. You know what I mean? You know, Joe Banner made the tough decisions. You know, those years of the Patriots were great. They had to make tough decisions. Mm. We want to hold on to everybody forever. You know what I mean? A.J. Brown is not untouchable. If something came along for A.J. Brown to be out of here to make us better, that's what we should do. Let me ask you who the who Kansas City Chiefs have at wide receiver right now and see where they're at right now in his second straight Super Bowl. You know what I mean? After letting Tyreek Hill go. 
It's about being proactive. We want to hold on to Embiid and hold on to Kelsey and, and, and Brandon Graham and, and Fletcher Cox. Oh, God, we can't let these guys go. But when the hell can we let them go? When you going to let them go? I mean, goodness, I'm, I'm sick of this. When are our GMs here in this city going to make the tough decisions, man? We have no you know, foresight. You know, no proactiveness. We just got to hold on to these guys because they're popular. Well, last time I checked, we got one ring as, 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 in, in, in NFL. One. Chuck, you know I mean? I, I, Chuck I'm glad you brought the Patriots up. I mean, the, the, what I think about when you said all that, in, I think it was 2011, they traded Richard Seymour. He was part of three Super Bowl champions. He's a Hall of Famer, one of the great defensive yeah. linemen we've seen in the last two decades, and they traded him away because they thought it'd make the team better. It makes the team – yo, listen, it's about making tough decisions, man, and it's about making the team better. If A.J. Brown is traded off to make our defense better, what the hell is going to happen A.J. Brown here in our defense is like it was last year, switch teams. If he got a chance to get rid of him and we can, we can build a good defense and probably draft a wide receiver, I'm going to do that. It's the, I mean, we're fans of the Eagles, right? We're fans of the Sixers, right? The Flyers, the Phillies. I mean, I do a lot of names in the back of the jersey. These guys come and go. You know, it's about making a team better so we can try to win championships. Philadelphia don't have many championships. It's about parades. It ain't about dropping 70 points or winning MVPs. It's about parades. I want to be up there in Boston, L.A., those teams. Hey, it's about titles. It's players, not names. I, I, listen, Chuck, I, I agree with you on that premise. I, I think we fall too in love with the player, and we don't think about the team as much sometimes. I, I think we do that. 215-592-9494. Now, it's about, it's about what you get back, too. I'm not dumping AJ for nothing. He's a great player, and right now he does make this roster. What He's part of why it's a good roster. But if, if they could get something great back, I yeah. ain't trading AJ, man. I know, I know. you think he's untouchable. No, I, 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 nobody's untouchable, but I'm not trading. What am I? Why am I trading him? And then to, to, to that, get better, to that, to to that retort for Chuck, shout out to Chuck. Dude, we went into this season last year with this old tired ass defense, tr- thinking we were going to the Super Bowl. Well, 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 as long as we're patting ourselves in the back. I sat here in October and I said, this defense stinks. <laughs> nah, and I everyone said, was mad at me but, for it. I, but I did, but since we're going to go the pat route. <laughs> I, I did say Just it was a defense was a luxury, yeah, but it's not, not a necessity. It isn't. You need a defense. We need a half-ass way decent defense. We need a half-ass well, decent defense. Well, well they didn't second. have that. But we didn't even have that. Before you pat yourself on the back too hard, I got to tear you down. Did you just say to get better, trade AJ Brown to get better? That's, yes, he there, did. There's, he there's, did say that. There's zero world where, where that's going to be the case. It's I'm not sorry. time to move there's on from AJ Brown. You move on from AJ Brown, you're getting worse. No, you're not, that's yes, not true. You are. It's not true. There's zero you, chance on, where you're – If you get back two first-round picks and you hit on the draft picks and you have more money to spend on defense using cap room, you're oh, better. No, no, we no, don't no, even no, know what's no. going on with the quarterback. I, I, gar- I will is, guarantee is you whatever two players you draft in the first round will not even come close to equaling the impact AJ Brown will have on this offense. There is no question. I'll dig up the articles. Get real. Without Tyree Kill, they're going to win back to back Super Bowls. We're we stop comparing. AJ. Yeah, we don't got Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Bro. I, I will Come use on, man. I, no, I will. We're I, I, stop well, doing maybe, that. Jalen needs AJ way more than Mahomes needed Tyree Kill. That, that's not what people that's said then. Debate. But that's not what people said then. They yeah, said, but it's not, but this isn't uh-oh. a debate. We know it. 215 592 949. We'll continue the AJ Brown discussion. Do you consider him untouchable? Plus, we still await the MRI's, MRI results for Joel Embiid. Latest on that next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is not live in Pennsylvania. As the official sportbook of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. 
That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.